0: Hello, welcome back to the YesEO Untitled SEO podcast. You're here with us for a spot of LAN. This is live action networking. I don't think people in tech speak to each other enough. So I gather people around who I don't usually know and I get to know them. Live action networking. I say I don't usually know because I have a guest today who I do know. And it's a great pleasure someone who's a great pleasure to know. So honoured guest, would you like to introduce yourself, please?
1: I would love to introduce myself, Andrew. My name is Claire Lucas, and I am Chief Duck at Ducks in a Row. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that, Chief Duck. I would start saying a senior white-haired SEO wizard when I introduce myself, because networking things, people are always like, well, I am managing director, or I am, I don't know, something else. Our friend Milo introduces himself as as chief sandwich maker, I think. He
1: does. He certainly does.
0: He does. So Claire, let's let's share your lovely journey and your lovely your lovely background and, and how you got to where you are today. So first of all, you ought to tell us what your I don't want to say what your job is. What what do you offer the world?
1: Oh now there's um there's a thing. What do we offer the world? We offer um, how do I put this without actually saying what we do? We help people get... I going
0: to say without swearing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a bit early for that. Um, without So we help people behind the scenes get organized in their businesses. We help them get their ducks in a row, no matter what that organization is. And we help with things like their admin, their social media, looking after their diaries, their calendars, their projects, Anything and everything to, you know, assist them and give them a helping hand behind the scenes.
0: That's amazing. So that's why I wanted you to introduce it because I would have introduced you as a VA, which might not mean something to everyone, but a virtual assistant. And I think those two words don't do justice to what what people like your good self does for come do does for companies. Um, you help me speak. That would be really handy. <laughs> so. I've worked with VAs for for years and years and years and I didn't realise until I first started working with a a virtual assistant just how much stress it it could remove from my life. So I want to dig a little bit into how how you got to where you are. So you don't have to go all the way back to like primary school, but but no, I'm guessing you haven't always been a VA. I see, I've got to pretend like I don't know you now. I'm guessing you haven't always been a VA. No, I
1: haven't always been a VA, Andrew. I... (laughs) Up until the um, global pandemic, I was employed and I'd kind of had a very squiggly career doing lots of squiggly wonderful um, jobs and roles along the way. And then this lovely thing called COVID hit, obviously note the sarcasm there, <laughs> and I saw an opportunity that I thought was too good to turn down. We were Presented with a new way of working that meant that people could prove that they could be productive without being present and sat next to somebody um, doing that job. Because I think there was a bit of a stigma around, you know, you need to be in the office, you need to be looking at me, and I need to see you, and you need to be visible to know that you're doing your job. So we were taught that actually that is, you know, not the case. And and so I saw this opportunity to set up my own business and that is how it all began.
0: Excellent. So your new business, was it based on, on what you did? I know you said you had a squiggly career, but were you working in lots of different industries or did you have a lot of experience in one particular industry?
1: So I started i talking my, about travel. I know. I started <laughs> my career in um, in the travel industry, which I absolutely loved. I loved everything about it. Um, I'd worked up to become a sales manager for a tour operator and then these things called children came along <laughs> and changed the scope of my career somewhat. So instead of being a sales manager out on the road all of the time, I wanted something that fitted in more with family life. So I joined Suffolk County Council and I spent eight years there working wow. my way around. I started out as a PA. And I did that for five years. And from there, I went on to the digital transformation team as their project coordinator. And for the last year that I was there, I worked in the communications team. So gaining lots of skills and experience along the way. Following that, I worked for a coach company in Suffolk on the senior leadership team. And I was responsible for all of their holidays and day excursions. So, yeah, it has been very squiggly.
0: It's squiggly, but with with a real clear linear line through it all is that you have to have your shit together to do all those jobs, and you have and that, to be you have to be really well organized.
1: And that's the bit that I love. I love being organized. I love keeping projects on track. You know, managing events down to the finest detail. All of that stuff is what kind of makes me want to do what I do and give me that passion and fire in my belly. I guess.
0: I'm a real believer that that. If There's a job that somebody can't stand doing, there'll always be somebody else who absolutely loves that job, yeah. And and I know through um, well, we have we have mutual clients, don't we? And and I know of the quality of a lot of your work you do. This sounds like it's just an advert for Claire, which I don't care, I'm quite happy for it to be an advert for Ducks in a Row and Claire. And I've I've felt really bad at times with some of the tasks I've, I've given you to do for a client because they are either repetitive or there's something that I think I'd go a bit cross-eyed with and you just seem to relish it (laughs) just kind of
1: yeah I just kind of get on with it but I like it because you you know I get given different things I'm not doing that repetitive task day in and day out I actually you know get to work on certain tasks and when that comes to an end then something else comes my way but what's really great is having built a team at Ducks in a Row it's we now You've just quite clearly said that, you know, there are jobs that we all don't like. We Mm. all have strengths. We all have things that we prefer to do over others. For me, I like to be creative. I like to work on the projects and the events. When it comes to all the data analysis and number crunching, that's really not what I enjoy to do. So, of course, we've got somebody on the team now who loves that stuff and would do it day in and day out. So building a team where we've all got different strengths and skills means that we all get to do the things that we really like while supporting other businesses you know with their business so it's great
0: yeah it's a cool thing and i will just say to any of my my peers in the seo world or any kind of sole traders or actually anyone who works in seo claire is brilliant at doing a lot of the things we don't like to do (laughs) like lots of meta descriptions or lots of alt tags anything that requires lots of little things to be done but that benefits massively from having a creative mind on it then just just speak to claire just just take that stress out out of your life so let's kind of have a look at where your journey is now so you you established yourself as a va i mean the the way it works with a lot of vas is as soon as the world finds out that's what they're doing they then instantly far too busy and it kind of stops there. But what I've noticed with with your journey, and feel free to correct me if I'm just conjuring nonsense here, is that you've sort of gone a different route. For one thing, having a team isn't something that I think is completely kind of standard, but also there's other things you're doing to support the local business community. So you do, I'm quite interested by the concept of the, you don't call it co-working, what do you call it? It's, Oh no, I've forgotten it. I, I saw you post about it on LinkedIn the other day and it's it's like a membership club. Productivity club.
1: The Productivity Club.
0: Productivity Club.
1: Yeah, so I think when I when I set the business up, you've got to remember that we were in the middle of a global pandemic. I seized an opportunity. I did everything that I tell other businesses not to do. So I had no strategy, I had no business plan. I didn't have a clue what I was what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted to um you know, take a leap of faith as it were. Um, And so when I gradually got busier and got those retainer clients in, actually having to say no to somebody when they asked if I could help them really just didn't sit comfortably with me. And I was like, so now what do I do? I'm at full capacity. I want to help other people, but I can't help them. So how am I going to go about that? And actually having a really great mentor and being able to talk through that situation meant that I was able to go out and find great people that could support what I was doing, who had the same passion and drive and were in it for the same reasons that I was really. So that's been a three year journey to get to that point, which is fantastic. And then they're kind of, I always thought about that's great so some businesses once they're up and running they have some money to outsource they get a va we work with them that's great what about all of those people at the beginning of their journey who don't have that money to outsource quite often we find that you know people have worked their way up the corporate ladder they're really good at what they do they set up a business and all of a sudden they go oh but i had a pa before i had a marketing team <laughs> yeah i had a sales team and they go i don't know how to do all of this stuff so that is how the productivity club was born to help those people at the beginning of their journey learn new skills learn how to use canva and mailchimp and we've just come off of a call this afternoon that was a training on linkedin so Whatever the members want, the members get as long as I can facilitate it for them. I get people to come into the group. They do training. They give them bits of homework, teach them loads of stuff, and it's really affordable. And then at some point, they'll be able to afford to outsource. But let's give them a helping hand now when they need it, really. So
0: It's, it's something that's lacking for, I think, a, a lot of people who start their own businesses. So I'm, I, I've been running the businesses for, for many years but when i first started there were there wasn't any support at all certainly not that i could find and i i could have got support if i'd gone on the dole for six mm-hmm. months <laughs> which just seemed so strange to me at the time i could have got training but but there, there was nothing available and that was i'm old enough that it was early days of the internet so there wasn't all the kind of infrastructure of, of articles and whole websites about to support people in you know in this way and I would say that held me back that probably set me back 10 years I think it took me 10 years to get where I could have got within a couple of years of for one thing working with a coach but two knowing the things the the sort of skills that you're sharing in the productivity club because when you start there's you, you mentioned the really obvious holes like someone's been in the corporate world and just sort of you know they they lose the ability to say oh I'll write that up will you or or kind of you know sort out my calendar that's that's something that's really obvious to them because they go okay well this is a hole this is a gap this is now something that isn't happening what's really dangerous is there's so many things that you don't even know you should be looking at
1: yeah absolutely. and you don't
0: so that that's why I'm really interested in the, in the concept of the productivity club
1: and I think that's like you've just said when you first started you know, the internet was in its infancy. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> um, so um so you had you had that issue. The issue that we've got now is that there is so much information out there that how do we oh goodness, navigate yeah. our way through that? I remember when I set the business up going on YouTube and just you know, going down this rabbit hole of watching tutorials and looking for information that I thought would be really useful. But I'd actually spend hours doing that. Whereas the productivity club can really streamline, you know, it's a one stop shop, you haven't got to kind of go burrowing for days on end. So yeah, that was another reason for it, it really.
0: Is it a virtual thing? Or is it an in the room thing?
1: It's a completely virtual. You can either turn up to the training sessions live. They're all recorded. So, you know, you can you can learn at your leisure. You can dip in and out of whatever topics are really relevant to you. And like I always say to the members, if there's something that you really want to know about, tell me, let me go and find an expert for you and bring somebody in. So that you're benefiting from that. This membership is for the members. It's not for me to go. This is my productivity club, and this is what we're going to do today. It doesn't work like that.
0: It's a non-autonomous collective. There you go. I mean, I don't mean autonomous. It's a good thing. Let's just say that. (laughs) But you you must end up with experts in the group. I'm just thinking the people who naturally tend to start their own businesses as sole traders or as individuals do tend to be people with. A lot of experience, a lot of skills. So I guess there, there could be sort of cross pollination there.
1: Absolutely, and that's the whole the whole aim with the Productivity Club is to to bring people in to to really help them and embed whatever it is that they need to know for their business to be successful. But for that networking, that collaboration, everything, as you know, I know that we're not supposed to say that we you know we know each other, but we do. <laughs> oh, clearly. I think we've
0: blown that. I think. <laughs>
1: But everything that I do is all about collaboration and working with other people. It's never about me going off and doing my own thing. If I can bring people in and work with them and introduce other people um, in my network, then that's what it's all about for me.
0: You're just I was trying to think the equivalent in my industry. Um, I tried to start like a, a peer support group many, many years ago for people in Ipswich who worked in SEO and I saw myself. Uh, I think I gave myself the job title of nerd herder. I'm trying to think what the equivalent for the productivity club would be, or the productivity. Well,
1: it's it's got to be something to do with ducks, hasn't it?
0: Oh yeah, but you can't shepherd. What's the collective noun for ducks? Mm, that's a
1: very good question. Right,
0: I've got ChatGPT open. I'm going to ask. So, what's the ultimate goal? Where Where do you want it? Where do you want it to go? Or are you just sort of letting the members guide it?
1: Oh, the members are guiding it one hundred percent, and organically, we'll see where it goes. Um, next year's is a, a, just generally a really exciting year. It's only just in launched in October, so actually getting everybody to have an input and to help shape it for next year is really exciting for me. So. We've got the team of VAs and hopefully we will, will grow those as we go along. We've got the Productivity Club where we're giving all of those members a helping hand on their journey. And then I like to work with business owners, you know, alongside them as their as their business managers almost. So I've got a couple of clients where I manage their projects and their teams and, you know, help them with their, their key accounts and their client relationships. And they've got to a point where they've got a small team now, but they can't actually manage that team because they've got too much to do. So us, you know, we start out as virtual assistants, but then what we can do is bring all of those skills from all of those other roles that we've done throughout our squiggly careers <laughs> and um, and really help business owners on that journey as well, once they have already built a small team and they, they're looking at growth. So... It's it's really exciting what I do, and I love it because we get to support so many lovely people.
0: I, I've got some common ground with you here. One of the reasons that, that I like working with lots of clients is I went through various kind of processes of trying to figure out what it is that I actually like about what I do because I've, I've done SEO for so long, and the answer is it's geeky fun stuff. But I was like, no, why do I actually do it? And I realise it's because I, I've started quite a few companies over the years. I like starting companies. But doing SEO gives me the ability to help other companies start without me having to yeah. <laughs> make my life busier. You get the joy of the joy of seeing a, a new company grow and flourish. Is It's just one of the best things in the world.
1: Yeah. So that's it. You're supporting clients on their journey in the same way that we are. We're just doing it in different ways.
0: Yeah, we rock.
1: So... I'm going to have to
0: tell you what the collective noun is for ducks, though. Because I think I probably should have been able to guess this. There's several, depending on what the ducks are doing, okay?
1: Right, okay. But
0: the general one is a flock of ducks.
1: Oh, yeah, we should have known that.
0: They're birds, aren't they? But it just doesn't sound very ducky, does it? No. Um, If the ducks are in the water, the correct term is a raft of ducks. Oh, wow. Yeah, I quite like that.
1: Yeah.
0: But also if they're in the water... I guess, depending on what the activity they're actually engaging is, they're also sometimes called a team of ducks. I and like that. I think that. that's the one, isn't it? That's yeah. the one for, for the Productivity Club. Yes. Um, but also another water one. I mean, it stands to reason there's a lot of water-based ones. It can also be called a paddling of ducks. Well, there we it, go. I think it's also a quite A paddling sweet.
1: team. <laughs>
0: a paddling team of ducks. And the final one is a brace of ducks. But that says uh, that's to do with hunting. So we'll, I'll leave yeah. that one out. Cause,
1: we'll, yeah, we'll leave that one. We don't want I'd, anything to happen to the ducks yet.
0: No, I was thinking more about the ducks being the ones hunting us.
1: Oh, but. that's a very different take on what I was about to um, to think. But
0: hey. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think at the, uh, the risk of this going kind of wildly off tack, there's a few things about about your biography that I want to ask you about. You mentioned in your biography that you've got a, a half pug, and I want to know if it's the front half or the back half.
1: Um, well, he is very strange looking. He is a dog, actually. He's a dashhound cross pug. What? He's a dog. Right. Yep. So dashhound crossed with a pug, and he has got very short legs, like a sausage dog, like a dashhound. But he is quite overweight, so he's more barrel like than <laughs> the, than you would normally see. And he does. He's got the curly pug tail and more of the pug face.
0: So it's like a, a weeble with a tail.
1: Yeah, basically. So, <laughs> and he's got this underbite, so his teeth are always—you know—he's always got these goofy teeth that are sticking out.
0: You paint, you're painting quite quite a picture.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: Claire, it's, <laughs> it's been wonderful to speak to you. How can people find out more? We'll put some links in the show notes. But how can people find out more about what you do?
1: Um, if you, ha- if your hangout is LinkedIn, then come and find me on there because that's where I am most visible, and I do post every day some of it is quite sensible and some of it is a little bit quackers as you'd expect (laughs) um so yeah linkedin i've got a website which obviously you'll drop the link in and um yeah anytime that anybody wants to have a conversation or a chat doesn't have to be salesy it doesn't have to be anything like that if you've got a problem or a sticking point then send me a message and i'm more than happy to um to help
0: cool right so the final thing we're going to do i'm going to ask you two questions the first question sorry i just thought of this it's not it's not like a big thing i would have warned you beforehand first question is if somebody what's the biggest symptom that you see in people that's solved by working with with a va
1: a common theme is they're well they're probably all kind of interlink but it's It comes down to if people are not organised and they don't manage their time properly and they don't know how to manage their time. I use time blocking a lot and it's about, you know, making sure that everything goes in your calendar, that you allocate enough time for things. That is probably causes the most overwhelm with business owners because they don't know. They then don't know where to start. They. They feel overwhelmed before they've even started anything, and they feel they they feel like they just are not in control of their time, and they're not focusing on the right things. So they're spending too long doing things that don't matter.
0: It, it's very much about perception at that level, isn't it? I, I, I'm going to write a blog post. I'm going to write this up soon. But I use a bit of software called uh, Motion to yep. organise my day. Have you heard of it? Yeah oh, it, I, it's remarkable. Like Scott, it knows everything that I need to do and it it organizes my day. And if I miss something, it automatically reorganizes it. But what it's done for me is it's broken me out of the perception that I've got too much to do because yes. now I, I can actually see it and I can see I have things to do, but because I'm not looking at one massive long list that looks really yeah. daunting, it, it looks much more manageable.
1: And And that is it. And this is... You know, this is why the Productivity Club is great to talk about tools exactly like motion. All of those coping mechanisms for when actually we could look at things and go, actually, that's too difficult. I can't do it. I'm too overwhelmed. So that is a perfect example of a how you have found the right solution for you and how other people can manage their time and and also their kind of mental energy.
0: Mental energy. Well, that leads me onto my last question quite nicely. If somebody's considering, somebody's listening to this, and they they've got a job and they're considering working for themselves, I have this theory that there's one thought that goes off like a light bulb in people's heads that makes them go, "I'm going to do this. I'm going to be brave enough to do that." If you were asked to give them just one bit of advice to push them over and to get them to start that journey, what, what do you think that might be?
1: Well, as I say, it was quite, for me, you know, it, it was a quite a snap decision just because of the situation that we were in. So what I would say is, don't be quite as impulsive as I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, get your ducks in a row, get everything yeah, yeah. organized, have some sort of strategy, work out what it is that you're going to do, put a plan into place, think it through. Um, and go with it. It will make your your journey a lot easier if you have already thought all of those things through rather than 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning over a cup of coffee, setting up a business on company's house and going, yep, I'm going to do this. And I love
0: that, though. I, I really like that. The, one of the things I've had to learn in, in business is that I love the run at it face first approach. But the problem with that is that you run into a lot of closed doors. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'd like to celebrate the fact that uh, how you started your business, but I can absolutely uh, back you up that, you know, people I'm guessing go to Productivity Club while they have a job, you know, if they yeah, want to get absolutely. a taste. It yeah, seems like absolutely. the perfect way of doing it.
1: Um, and yeah, I am pleased to announce that even though my husband nearly did have a heart attack on the day that I um, handed my notice in and set up my own business, you know, three years later, he is fully supportive and has gone, Clay, you've done a really good job. So, um, so yes, we're, we're all good in that department too now, thankfully.
0: Brilliant. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Thank you ever so much for taking the time to, to speak speak with us. And I think you've given an, an incredible amount of value that would be very useful to, to to the listeners. So it only remains for me to say goodbye. Would you like to say goodbye?
1: Uh, I'd love to say goodbye. and Thank you for, for having me here today to talk about my journey and what it's like to be a VA. So yeah, thank you.